Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, back with our non-regularly scheduled programming. This is Occasionally Right, Episode 4. I want to thank all our faithful listeners. You know, we're sorry for the delay. Life comes at you fast. We've been dealing with some things. Some things been happening, but we back. We got a jam-packed special episode for y'all here today. You know, this your boy Rock B, as always, here with my man Skull. Check, check. He's still alive. Barely. <laughs> Barely. It's been so long. Shouldn't even be called occasionally right if occasionally recording. No, occasionally know. recording. It's been like a month, but uh, <laughs> D. It's gonna be well worth the wait. We coming back at y'all, like he said, with a jam-packed one. So this is occasionally right with friends. With friends. Pencil it in there, and we got some real interesting stuff for y'all today. So I'm gonna just let them uh go around and introduce themselves. These are all people I know, cool people. We all in Chicago here, trying to do what we do, trying to live our dreams. So, just gotta share the dream together. Go ahead. We start off with my favorite author, the number one author on the south side of Chicago. <laughs> that that Watson kid, that Cambry kid. Yes. Hey y'all. Jasmine here. She want to get on here and ask Shaha. Hey y'all. Hey y'all. I wasn't prepared for my introduction. Okay. We just, all right. we, all right, we are. I'm not even going to introduce you next time. Next time you better just start talking. <laughs> but, <laughs> but moving, moving forward. A new friend, uh, I feel like Jasmine should actually introduce her. Why don't you introduce her? It's my new roommate, y'all. Jay. Hey. Really, I'm Jay Brene. J B R I N A E. Follow me on Twitter, SoundCloud, Ooh, hey. Instagram, any social network. You know, just search J Brene. I'm a pop up. Early with the plug. Shameless plug. <laughs> and All they, day. And they coming day. back at the end. <laughs> we gonna be giving out Twitter names randomly. Right. Just look them up. Type it in. We just start saying letters. <laughs> That's how we do it. We take over whole households here occasionally, right? That's what we just did tonight. But uh, next. Last, Very talented singer. Last but not least. Friend of mine. Known her for, for what, like 10 years now? Oh, bad. Maybe you know him 10 years. It's, it's been know. almost 10 no, years. I don't, I don't know how to count. Come on. Hey, we've been, we've been moving on. <laughs> <laughs> last but not least, drum roll, please. Tierra DeJanae. Am I pronouncing it right? See you. DeJanae. Hey guys, but no, my name is Tierra Dejanay and I'm a singer, songwriter, um, guitar player. Oh, an expert paper roller. Oh. <laughs> I roll papers, guys. Yeah. So she with the business. We don't condone that here at Occasionally Right. <laughs> but we'll allow it. That's not my occupation, though. Do as, do as we say, not as we do. <laughs> yes. I say smoke weed. That's Jay Burnett. Smoke weed every day. So, yeah. <laughs> Coming at y'all from the live living room. I don't know. Just go ahead. Why are you looking at me like that, man? I mean, I, I thought you was going to say some I, cool I, shit. I, I didn't really, know you was going to freeze up. I like ain't really had nothing to say. You just threw me up. But no. I mean, I know y'all not really used to it. Y'all probably thought we was going to start this off talking sports. This March Madness going on right now. And we want to. We tempted to. It's final four season, but we're not gonna do that today. Go Tigers. Anyway, crying Jordan face coming to y'all real soon. But uh, T 
Today, we decided instead of having one semi-serious moment at the end of the episode like we usually do, with today being Easter and everything, we just decided to have a whole serious episode. So we just gonna kick right into it because we got a lot of opinionated people here right now when I'm anxious to, you know, hear some of the hear some of the cool stuff they got to say, but um, something something that they want to talk about that I think is is real relevant now in 2016, probably more than it should be, is um, gender roles. And I feel like I fall victim to that too. I feel like I have a a preset idea of what a man should do or what a woman should do and how sometimes it's unfair to, to, to one or the other, but that's just life. You just got to deal with it. It is. That's how it is. Yeah, but I, I feel like they're not going to think that's the case. It, but but I, I'm anxious to hear it. So, so Jasmine, tell, tell me something. Well, today we were talking about, you know, it's Easter Sunday right now, but um, we were talking about today with our friend's family about just gender roles and pretty much how, for men, we can't, as women, allow them to feel less masculine in any way, shape, or form, because it comes off as disrespect, which I didn't, you know, I didn't really know about until they were telling us that today. Until a man told us. Until a man, a married man, told us that today. Right. So, in the company of his wife, we actually had a whole conversation with a married man and his wife today. So that's how we came up with all these topics and. How did that get kicked off? Y'all was in Starbucks. No, we were eating Easter dinner. Like we were waiting for Easter dinner to get ready, so then we started talking about. Just everything. everything. <laughs> just got real on y'all real yeah. quick. But we, it was actually a really good conversation. We learned a lot today, I feel like. But um, as far as gender roles, um, in my opinion, I think there is certain things that a man should do and certain things that a woman should do. Um, like unless your husband is like a chef, then you should cook for him, you know. And unless your woman is a fucking trash lady, then you should take out the trash, you mm. know. But those are just the basics. But when it comes down to like how to treat each other and how your relationship goes, I don't think it's like gender roles. I feel like everybody should be respected, everybody should be loyal, everybody should be trustworthy. Like the traits that you have as a partner, I feel like both both sides should have that. But I feel like when it comes down to like what they do, like what part they play in a relationship, then the man and the woman have different roles. But um yeah, that's just the overlining opinion. Sierra, you have anything to add? Well, I better get y'all in now. When we, when we get a hold of it, we let y'all know everything. Okay, well, I guess I'll, this is what I have to say on gender roles. Um, being like someone who's very in tune to energy and emotions, and I'm a Cancer, so that's just naturally well. like something that I, I'm very emotional and I feel like it's, it's something real. People don't like to really believe in emotions or like the effect that they can have on you as a person. I do feel like it's necessary, but it's an individual basis on what you want to use to define the actual gender in the role that it's supposed to carry. But for the most part, I'm traditional. I feel like I have my place as a woman I know what I come to offer as a woman and the things that I can give as a woman that I know a man can't bring to the table. 
but, but at the same time, society is so different now that gender roles have kind of like the barrier between what is a man's role and a woman's has been very blurred. So it's becoming a lot harder for us to communicate what we expect from each other because we don't set those boundaries. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Nice. But also in this generation, there is no room to even do that or to be a good woman to an okay man because most men in our generation are just okay. And I feel like you can't even give your all because there's so many liars and there's so many cheaters. And in this generation, for some reason, all men only think that you are here to use them when really you come with more to offer than they can even offer you. But they don't give you a chance to show that because... They just think you're using them right off bat. Or they think that you just like want somebody. Because a lot of women and a lot of men, I guess, just want somebody. So it's not even genuine. Like our generation is not genuine at all. Shit just got deep right off the bat. <laughs> Two minutes in, occasionally right. <laughs> I wasn't ready. I don't know. <laughs> when we said we was going to have a serious episode, then it. In the, in the, just a one serious semi one semi serious moment. Semi, we ain't never just went full serious, but I like it though. <laughs> I think I like this. I think I like these different perspectives. I know Malcolm's gonna come behind me and clean up whatever whatever I say wrong, but personally, I agree with a lot of the stuff they was just saying. Like I feel like the biggest problem is just just nowadays it's it's so much that's put into equality in a society we live in that is kind of blurred about what should be a man's job or a woman's job or somebody feeling like they can do both and you can just be along for the ride. And it's it's a little it's a little disconcerting to feel like like you said as a man, if you feel like you being emasculated or I'm sure as a woman to feel like you not you not getting something reciprocated. It's, it's just it's difficult. I don't know how you ever I don't think you can ever fix gender roles. I don't think it's anything. It's so deep rooted at this point. Sociological. Yeah, it's it's mental. It's just it's just ingrained in you at this point. Like it's something that's a part of you. Well, everybody see it different. I feel like as long as it's respect between a man and a female, then everything else should be okay. Like, cause a lot of times, like with gender roles, respect is not like one of the factors, which is why dishonest, disloyal shit can happen. Like, and if that, those are the only issues. Like, that, that's what will cause tension in a relationship. And just like we were talking about it today, just how to have, you know, the perfect marriage or how to have the perfect relationship. And it comes with, like, learning with your partner. But at the same time, between, when you with somebody, when you guys are trying to have a serious relationship, you know, committed relationship, it's already hard enough to make you, yourself one. So while you're trying to do that with somebody, you can't be, you know, doing stuff on the side. You can't be a liar, you know. You can't be out doing stuff that you shouldn't be doing. You can't be disrespectful. You know, you have to pretty much kind of abide by the rules that your partner sets for you. Like, you can't, you have to do stuff that you wouldn't normally want to do or that you've never done before for a woman or for a man. So I think at the end of the day, with gender roles, if you have respect and you have compromise, 
you can you can work through it regardless of you know everybody's different opinion on what their role should be because at the end of the day like a man could cook dinner and a woman could take out the trash that's not really their role that's just what we think is the role right that's everything i have to say <laughs> uh-oh t got something to say I, well, yes yes kill him t <laughs> gender and its actual role is a societal term that's created by society. It's not something that we're, we're born into our actual gender, but its role is something that we create. So at the end of the day, gender is man versus woman. What a man has that a woman doesn't and what a woman has that a man doesn't. Now the roles that comes with that is being able to reproduce in the way a man can and then the way a woman can and the ways that they are different is what separates them. That is the definition of the gender in its actual role in reproduction. Now, when it comes to what we understand gender as, we defined it as a society, and it is always constantly changing. Like, so when it comes to relationships and the gender that they play, or even just, I mean, not the gender, but the role that each gender in each relationship plays is different. Like she said, but at the same time, what is society defining as gender right now? At the end of the day, it goes back to being a man and being a woman and the differences that they just naturally have for themselves. And so when it comes to like trying to figure out what that means, we have to look at historically what we've been, what we've given those roles in their play in our like advancement as a people. Women have just historically not have been given the same opportunities as men. So it's developed and evolved into a whole bunch of different things and a whole bunch of different branches off the same tree because you got women not working in the same working in the same area or same workplace but not getting paid nowhere near not getting paid not getting the same opportunities they don't have the same health care they don't have any of that stuff you know what i'm saying and then it plays off into the relationships because what is that woman like is she a black woman what is that man like is he a black man what society <laughs> what you know like <coughs> historically or like conceptually do they have with their communities and how do they play a role in it and they if you you know you can kind of really understand like why there's so many problems because you already got the fact that it's not equal for being a, just a man and being a woman mm -hmm. but you got to think about what type of man is this and what type of woman is this and why aren't they the same what backgrounds did they come from to help give them the learned practice of their gender to to be in the first place you know what i'm saying <laughs> I told y'all T was gonna That's kill him. That's T. We can't come. We can't come. Come with the rebuttal. <laughs> told y'all T was gonna kill him. It's nothing else to be said. We can't say nothing else about it. But I feel like from what she said, we could go on to our next topic, which is um, look at somebody trying to take control. Racism in the workplace on their first day. And because um, she was saying, um, you know. Basically, how you're respected, like, and she was saying, well, what type of woman are you? Are you a black woman? Are you, you know, a white woman? And what we were talking about today is, um, like, how disrespected black girls get at their white workplace. 
and it's like outrageous. Like I work at Walgreens and I work at Walgreens downtown at that. And I feel like I get disrespected so much. I feel like I speak to people and they will look at me directly in my eyes and keep walking. I feel like I have people throw bags at me to bag their shit. I feel like people don't say thank you. Like, I just feel like people look, when you are a black worker, whether male or female, I feel, I feel like white people look at you as their slave. Especially when you work in retail or you work in some type of job where you have to be at their at their leisure, like where you have to help them when they say like, can you help me find this? Or can you bring me up? Or And if they say it rude as hell, like you still have to do that because that's your job. And in that term, I am somebody's, in their opinion, modern day slave, and I hate that shit. Definitely. I feel like that's something that any, you know, I feel like I won't even just put that to black people. I feel like most minorities can can relate to that. Right, somewhere. Yeah, but just me personally, I I work for the board of education, doing security, and I kind of I kind of get where she's coming from. It's I think the worst part is that it's so it's so common. It's like it makes me wonder if it's more of a race problem or if it's just a human problem that we think it's okay to treat people this way, whether it's about race or just. The, the different the different things that go on at the workplace in general because I've you know I, I've been on both ends of it I've been treated disrespectfully by a white person at, at, at my job but at, in the same token I've been treated worse by other black people at the workplace so you know it's something I think that's still an issue but like I said I don't know when it comes down to just a a human morality thing because it's just, it's just next level. I know Rock got something to say about that. I don't know what to say. Uh, well, it's crazy because, like before, like I worked at a small little teaching company. We used to go uh, to uh, underserved communities and teach uh, teenagers how to code and make apps. So I never, so until my job now, which I'm don't you know want to disclose per se but like I, I've never had like a traditional job so I wasn't really exposed to you know I, I never had to have somebody tell me what to do like like I have to do it because that wasn't in my job I was just helping teach you know that and that's that that come with a different set of you know rules different set of rules different set of emotions because I think what we what you was getting at is like it's the human part when you you just see somebody at their job and like sometimes you take that for granted. Like you, you if you a student in the class you'd be like I don't really care about this class I don't have to pay attention. But like teachers that's what they're there for. But but you just don't know it better because you a student and you say I don't, I don't if I don't feel like doing this I don't have I don't have to show you respect because I'm my own person I feel like doing what I want to do and that's and and I think that's what carries over sometimes. When you when you're a customer walking into a Walgreens or some other retail place, and you just say, "I'm here to get what I want," and you got to help me get it because you work here, and right. people just walk around with that attitude. Like, That's not necessarily the case. I feel like it's like my mind switches. Like I get a whole new brain when I'm the consumer, and then when I'm like the actual worker because I'm like at work. 
I will I will watch motherfuckers and it's like I see what you doing. I see you put that shit where it don't go. And when you do that shit, I'm messing like this dumb bitch. Because you just picked it up from L3 and took it to L4 and sat it down. But it's like when you are her, you be at work straight doing, I mean, you be at, you know, whatever place you're shopping at. Like picking up a shirt, every toy secret, picking up a bra, don't like it. You don't go back, put it on the hanger where it came from, and, you know, keep shopping. You might if you worked in retail before. But that's only because you know that that's their job and they're going to be at work two hours later because you fucked their store up. But it's crazy because still I will still get mad at work on the clock and go to shopping and do the same thing. I, I've gotten better since I've really been in retail, but I will go do the same shit like that a customer might be done. Yeah, I think it's just something. <laughs> something we just got to be more mindful of. That's Like you said, it's just something... You have a whole different brain when you walk in and you don't think about that person as a person. You think about them as not an object, but right, just just a person that's trying to help you do what you're trying to do. Not a person that's at work, that's probably irritated, that's probably had a lot going on that day, that's just here to do what they got to do to pay their bills. And you, and you hurt when you're on the side of that getting treated that way. When I'm, when I'm working security... At, at a school or a game and somebody come up to me with something that don't got nothing to do with security and act like this is something I got to do and I want to say, who, who are you talking to? Like, what, what the fuck is your problem? But at the same time, the other way around, if I was to go somewhere and pay my money and have an issue with something and security is the only person I can find, I might do the same right. thing. And it's like, people just don't... People do that at my job. They ask the stock boy where something is, or it's like he'll be looking like this is not my job. Clearly, I'm putting up the, the fast cases of water. Clearly, I'm stocking the fridge and shit like that. But they don't know. When I see them do that at first, I was looking like, oh, that's not his job. But then another part of me was like, you still work at Walgreens, so right, they yeah, see you. They going you know, so that is still your job, you know. Yeah. And it just all depends on how you look at it. Yeah. It's like consumers, they kind of like look at, I feel like with a lot of jobs as far as like security or retail, they feel like you're a part of the service class. So they feel like they, they're owed service. No matter yeah. where you go, it's kind of like they feel like they're entitled to something because they're coming in as consumers. So they feel like they're supposed to get something back regardless of who it's from. So a lot of jobs like that, that's like servicing to the world, like mail carriers, things like that. That's what they expect of people. But, like, it's a lot of, like, higher-end jobs, like, corporate. Like, those are, like, the creative class people consider. You know what I'm saying? They have, like, these big entitled jobs. They have these big degrees. And people treat them in a different manner because they're part of a different class. So I feel like sometimes how people are treated in the workplace depends on, like, the classes that they're from. Mm-hmm. And it, it goes from top to bottom because the people who are in the corporate world, they just send a message down to your manager. They're like the principals. Yeah. It's like, it's just like telling you to do shit. Then you have the people, like the teachers, like them, like your team leaders or your managers, and mm-hmm. then we the students. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, right. they got one goal. But it's us. like you don't see it like that because then at the end of the day, we might be that to them, but in real life, outside of this that, job. Though. We might, you know, have much more creative thought. We probably got a way better life. Shit, you got more money, but it's just, like, who you are as a person, right? Mm -hmm. And it's crazy how it is literally two different worlds. Like, the corporate world, people way above me tell me what to do at work and shit. Don't even know me. Sending messages Mm -hmm. to my managers. 
like and see like that goes back to like the whole like essence of what we're talking about and how racism can play such a huge role because I work in a job I work at Victoria's Secret and I work on one of the busiest streets in the country so we get clientele from locals who live on Michigan Avenue who have money to pay and blow so they feel like they're entitled to a certain service like you said and then we get people who don't have as much money and we get every type of race you can think of we get people from across the country they want to give Victoria's Secrets and they don't have it in their country they come straight to our store because it's a flagship so with that being said Right. There's so many different classes blended in my job. I work with mostly Hispanics. My store manager is a black man who's also, you know, very independent in himself. And the people who are in management up under him are of all different backgrounds. But I feel like being, I feel like I'm one of the only black women there who is left who was able to hold on to my job because I felt like it was so racially inclined. The minute a black person who looks of more of an urban descent, more of a lower economic background comes in the store, it seems as if they're always called out as someone who's gonna get stuck, who's gonna steal, who's gonna- Or just be ghetto period. Be ghetto and they call it out on the walkies and I'm the one who they know. I'm the black abrasive woman who has a lot of words and who they know they're going to call the first to be the first one to go watch them. So how do, how do I have to feel? I don't even feel like they stealing and I'm the only black girl up here of the darkest color and I have to be the one to watch them and they look like me. And if I was to go in another store, I probably will be called out as one of them because I look like them. Right. And they getting called out because it's obvious that they don't have a lot of money. It's obviously that they probably are going to steal because they black. And I feel like I've been getting treated differently being an employer, as not employee, but not employee, well, employee, being someone who works for a company that's multi-billion dollars worth and they can they can afford to have whatever they want for their consumer so it's it's often looked over my managers I feel talk to me sometimes in a way that I am not the most comfortable in and I have to bite my tongue because those are my managers I have to keep this job because it pays my rent and I have to swallow my tongue when I have a man that's of a different race tell me that I'm pretty to be a black girl or that I'm not pretty enough because I'm a Latina I'm not a Latina little do you know you know what I'm saying like is is or have a white woman come into my store and say oh my gosh I love your your hair can I touch it or just touch it anyway or just I love your skin or oh I can't wait to get a tan because I'm half black and you know it's just like <laughs> the things that people hear the, not hear but the things that people say and they're from different backgrounds you got to think about that though like these people coming from whole different countries they feel like Chicago is this abrasive city and they got a black girl working in one of the biggest stores. Oh my gosh, Damn, can I, I touch your hair? What is it like? Can you style me? I wanna and you know what I'm saying? But the company itself has shirts that says squad goes, brunch so hard, tropic like it's hot. They you 
Thursdays, Throwback Thursdays, and for every Thursday, we've been playing throwbacks from the 90s, well, the late 90s and early 2000s of black music. All black artists, Beyonce, Destiny's Child, all of these people. It, there's other people like NSYNC, Britney Spears, but the whole company capitalizes off of our culture. And I feel like I'm working for an employer that is completely making money off of me as a person and I gotta swallow my pride in being black and allow myself to continuously be treated lesser because they're paying my bills. And it sucks. It's true. I feel like out of all this, that's the... You don't take nothing away from this. I think the driving point is that I don't think racism in the workplace, worker to worker, or... Consumer the worker can stop until it's being institution until racism is stopped being institutionalized by the company or the provider itself. You can't expect to be a racist company and not have racist workers and racist consumers. That's who you hire. Because that's who you hire and that's who you cater to. Right. Racism is an umbrella term, <laughs> but I mean companies like to. Because companies acquire a lot of data and they like to read into it and say, well, okay, black black people from 13 to 24 like this type of music, so that's what we're going to play on Thursday because we know yeah. Yeah. those are our biggest customers. So it's all about money. Then. I mean, yeah, it's, at, the end of, at the end of the day, it really is. At the end of the day, it's about marketing, but I don't, think, I don't think it take away from the fact that you're saying this is what we want to do, hey... This is who we want to cater to, and then if I come into your store on Monday, you're going to have somebody follow me around because you right. think I'm stealing. But on Thursday, you want to play music to get me to come into your store. I think that's where it's backwards. Yeah. Well, see, the thing is, they cater to, well, they. it's not even that they cater, they're not catering to us. That's that's the whole thing. Everybody like black people music. Right. They're not they're not catering to us because they know we're gonna steal, but we have the best ideas. So what they do is they know we don't know how to copyright any of this shit. So we put it all on social media, they take the shit, copyright it, make a product out of it, call it their own, and then play all of our shit to get the people who don't look like us but wanna be like us to buy all the shit that we already made. Kill him, T. Tierra Preacher. I think, I think the episode over. She just ended everything. Yeah, I, y'all know it's Sunday. So she mm -hmm. decided to, oh, she went to church today and everything. I so she just had to come on the show. <laughs> I tell you. <laughs> and hey, over here at Occasionally Right, we are diverse. All the white people that might listen to this, I know what y'all are thinking. I know y'all thinking we're not diverse, we're, but that's not the truth. We are, but there's, there's like problems in the black community that we have to just have for ourselves. And I feel like the problem is when it comes to the black community and the problems that we have is that we've been forced to not feel like this, shit, this shit is a problem. Like any other like racial group that has been discriminated against and that has actually gotten reparations or anything from it, 
they were actually given the time to heal. We were told like, no, y'all not slaves, get this shit. We finna make it this much harder for you to get along in life. And now we finna also treat you like shit. And you go get, o- get over it. You know Slavery's what I'm saying? Over. Like, we Let should be go. able to have the space. And it's not supposed to be like a non-comfortable space for people who don't look like us. But sometimes it's okay to have the open space for people who do and don't feel like they can talk about it. You know, like everything not meant for everybody. Sometimes, you know, you just got to sit back and be the one to just understand like just understand we want to talk about this shit there's a lot of people who feel like you know like there's a lot of shit wrong in the community of black people we got a lot of mental problems we got a lot of health issues that we don't address we got a lot of broken families because of it and we don't talk about it because we don't feel like we should (coughs) and we don't feel like we can when we when we when we feel like we want I think, to. I think your topic getting a little too strong for the boys. Yes, <laughs> I, don't I don't know, but it's real. Like... Well, listen, I ain't going to say it's a little too strong for me because I won't go that far. But you preach it. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. Let her, let her and, I'm, and I'm here for it. Right. I don't know. Yeah, I love this. <laughs> so what What else we looking at here for today? Where the list go? Well, shit, ain't nothing else for the day after that. No, mm-hmm. no, nah, nah, I'm just kidding. But, uh... If that was just as deep as that just was, I would. I hate to be on that side of the table for this next one. Yeah, I know it's. I know it's cliche. We got guys on the show. We got women on the show. You, you, you know what we finna do. We about to talk about relationships. But with an interesting twist today, a twist that I can't even speak to fully understanding, but they gonna educate me on it. And that's why it's occasionally right. Occasionally, occasionally right. <laughs> so, so, so we we heard about this theory earlier, and we want somebody to break it down or hit the reach button. Reach. Just just break break down this theory to us, and we are gonna ask questions about it and bring everybody to an understanding of what's going on. I'm, I'm already outraged and I don't even understand yet. <laughs> I'm just ready to be offended. And I don't even know what it's about yet. So who, who's going who's to explain it to us? Yes. I'm sorry. Oh, I was thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so today we was also talking to this married couple about, you know, pretty much... The idea of women being spaghetti and men being waffles. Mm. It was based on the book. What was the name of the book? Was it Women are Men Are Waffles and Women Are Spaghetti? Those are the name of the book. Everything was the name of the book. It was something it's pretty along. I feel like if you Google that, like it can't be no other books similar. Yeah. <laughs> Don't tell me. From the, from the book, based on the movie, based on the book. Idea like just women were like spaghetti because we like intertwine a lot of things that we feel, and men y'all are just kind of like waffles, y'all just conceptualize yourself. So, on breakfast food, that's what you're talking about. Now, breakfast food, everyone loves breakfast food. I don't even know how spaghetti and waffles go together. I'm offended, it don't. I'm offended. So, why is that? It, it's really not us saying it. It was actually something. No, we're not saying it's y'all. Right, right. Not, not, not offended just by y'all. We're just talking about it. But I think the same, the same way 
there hasn't been a quality, you know, on y'all side of things. It's like, I, I love living in a day and age we live in because I feel like we not there yet as far as being equal as men and women. We got a long way to go, but it's, it's came so far. We're not actually better than men. See, and that's what I feel like. That's what I feel like y'all mind state might be now. And I'm I'm always I'm always a little off put by that. It's like It's like women have always been better than men. <laughs> Since forever. Like they just have the natural. We can just to multitask. Yeah. Reach. Reach. <laughs> Who says men can't multitask? First, first of all, some you guys men. can't really I want to say this yeah, I <laughs> Multitasking is actually destructive Because you, focus, because you can't focus can't, on too many things at one time But you get more done in a shorter period of time but, And the way this world it's okay. works yeah. and it's just You can't it, focus your attention on, on one thing. thing for too long Like you got to be able to get this shit done You got bills to pay You got to go to fucking work You got shit <laughs> to do Like do this shit You got to go home Cook the fucking dinner Wash right. your oh, man this is the ass, But it's but it happens on both ends of the spectrum also. It's not just a single dad every here and there. <laughs> no doing a good job. For one, that's a lot more commonplace than it used to be. Yeah. Now? Yeah, now that's because a lot more commonplace. Because gender roles are blurring out and it's changing. Yeah, it's true. And it's like transsexuals, Caitlyn Jenner, Woman of the Year, everybody. I just wanna know how everybody feels about that. Please. That's not even what we was talking about. I'm not. That's, that's not even what we agreed to, America. Yeah, hey, the, the world. Hey, listen. I ain't even gonna say nothing to mess my marketing up. But listen. <laughs> but listen. See, but that's the thing. That's it's like you know, not offended by y'all or y'all telling me this or relating this to me, but just that in 2016, the concept is still that as an individual, as a human being, and personally as a as a man in a relationship to to hear that I can't do anything other than compartmentalize myself and not be open about these things or not be fluid or that even even that there isn't a balance or there has to be a balance to both being spaghetti is a good thing being fluid is a good thing but it's a bad it can also be a bad thing if you can never shut something out of another thing. Right. That's what when holds women back. Right. When you have to be focused on one thing and you're bringing something that doesn't have anything to do with it, that can hurt you, you the, the, the same way. <laughs> you know what? Something that that's the married real. couple said today, that's though, real. that's exactly what they said. You remember when the wife was like, yes, the is. problem is we can multitask in every area of we as women. We can multitask in every area, every area of our lives, except for the, our relationships. Think about it, because there's some shit go. Because we as women, we're natural born nurturers. We're the, we're natural born birth givers, so we have Unless to know how. Bitch, well, like, but naturally, the way our anatomy is made, we're naturally supposed to be emotional because we have to learn how to carry life. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So at the end of the day, like, you know, like, it's natural for us to be fluid. 
But like, bro, like our house is basically like where balance should be. And if our relationship is a part of our home and there's some shit going wrong in our home, like this is the foundation. Like, you know, it's just kind of impossible for us not to feel some type of way when we shouldn't be. It's probably just easier for shit to mess up the flow for a woman than it is a man. Like, they both probably can get the same stuff done, but it's easy for, like, a woman to let something interrupt what she's doing. And it's not necessarily going to interrupt, but it's going to slow her down more so than what she could be doing, you know. Then, and it, it all come, they all come down to, like, happiness or not being happy. Mm-hmm. If a woman is happy, she's getting shit done, you know. If a man not happy, he's still getting shit done because... Really, men be acting like they don't give a fuck. You know, when it comes down to it, a man can act like he don't give a fuck, you know, keep going with what he's doing. Mm-hmm. But a woman, you know, really, she might portray that, you know, to the people around her or whatever, but she really can't do that. Like, when something's going on, it's going to affect what she's doing. Gender roles. Yeah. But, I mean, <laughs> but, uh, I forgot what I was going to say. I mean, but, but men, in, in those gender roles, we feel like, well, not, not every man is like this, but in, in general, society has taught us that we can't show what we're feeling. <coughs> like, we can't, we can't be sad. Your we can't, we can't cry. <laughs> or not even that you, that you can't, because to me, that's, I, I will embrace that part of quote-unquote being a waffle. It's just that you, <laughs> you, I know that sounded real crazy. <laughs> I know, I know that's going to catch y'all off guard, but... I feel like that's the point where you embrace it because I can be hurt or I can be upset and I can be, you know, all fucked up, mm-hmm. but I'm going to compartmentalize that and it's not going to stop whatever it is I need to be doing. Mm-hmm. If I need to go to work and get something done, I'm, I'm, I can be, I can have a lot on my mind. It's not going to stop that compared to, you know, in another situation. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I don't think that's something that's limited to men or women. I just feel like some people are spaghetti, some people are waffles. Because I've seen plenty, plenty of men that's too emotional. That book could have been old. It could have. <laughs> I, think it, I think it made a valid point just to open the door. Yeah, just to open the door in general to how different people are. And how When well, you're just talking about the concept of a relationship and two people that can be complete opposites trying to meet somewhere in the middle when half the time you don't even know where the middle is. I mean, I, I think it's just something interesting to say. But yeah, I, I, nowadays I just feel like, and now I'm going to go on the sidebar. Because I need y'all to, while we on the subject, I need to get a real grasp on feminism so I can know how I feel about it or not. Because right now, I feel like gender roles are blurring out and everybody is becoming more equal. But kind of to the point where it's like between men and women, it feels like we got to be equals. Everything should be the same until it's something where I should still, in my gender role as a man, pamper to you or cater to you as a woman. It's like, let's go to work. Let's make make the same amount. That's fine. That's fair. That's cool. You want to be treated the same as me, but I should still hold doors open. I should still treat you better, I should still do all this stuff and I don't, it's like, at what point is it being equal or being put on a pedestal? So, what do you want us to define first? 
the definition of feminism or like the answer to that question? Um, I, I guess the the actual definition would, would be a nice start. Because yeah. I feel like a lot of people idea of it. I, I don't know if there's one singular thing because people portray it differently. It, it has been misconstrued. Yeah, I feel like that's, that's what I mean. I feel like it's been whatever the, the pure form of that was. Yeah, I feel like it's been misconstrued and now people are taking it and putting their own personal bias and their own personal spin. And selling that is feminine. Is worded as if you just want a woman to have less because you're giving her more of you. That's what it sounds like. No, to me, it's not about. Because you're talking about money. And it's like, what does money have? If you're making the same money as the woman that you with her, then you still gonna be a man. And you still gonna exactly. do all that shit. Exactly. I'm saying I don't. I don't think there's anything wrong with gender roles, personally, to an extent. I think it's some like, of them. You, when you get in a relationship, what would you expect else to happen? Like, what else, you know, would you expect you to have to do? Like, because you name shit, like, pamper you, cater mm-hmm. to you, open the door. <laughs> I mean, that's simple. Food. That's simple. Like, right there's simple. So, like, you would have to do that anyway. Like, that's why, gen- like, generals can be, like, two different things, like. The stuff you do in the relationship, but not the actual relationship. Right. Like, but like you right. said earlier, would you still be as open to doing? Would you still be as open as cooking and taking care of the household yeah. if if the man you're in a relationship with ain't taking trash out or doing the things no. that's his? Okay, so when it feels like you still like, gonna do it because you do it anyway for you, shit. Because you gotta eat and you're gonna be right. Yeah, house, yeah. But and I'm, he benefiting off that. So why would he? You know, he's just not gonna be there <laughs> if he's not doing the shit. He to right. So I'm saying. So where where does the equality come in to now? It seems like it's saying I'm not I'm not finna be your slave and. I go to work just like you go to work. I'm not going to come home and cook for you every Maybe night. You know, it could be equal. You know, like I said, it comes down to if you know how to cook. If you don't, then that's your part. But where do you draw the line on when it's equal or when it's Then maybe you should buy both. food. Well, I think we should first like define what feminism is and then like, answer the question. <laughs> because we are <laughs> not doing that. Okay. So I just looked up the definition of fem- feminism in the dictionary and it says feminism is the advocacy of women's rights on the grounds of political social and economic equality to men that's just what he said right no i just wanted to put out a a clear just to let the listeners literary definition don't get kind of like a little like confused you know like between what's our opinion and what's political. word word of the day is feminism Right. right So, like, when it comes to, like, the gender roles and, like, what you was asking, based off of what feminism is, I feel like being a person who is for feminism, but I'm also for black, a lot of other things, you know, because I am a woman, I know what it's like to not be treated equally. That doesn't mean that I feel like I want myself, I want, when it comes to relationships, whether you the man or the woman in the relationship, or you the man or the man, or the woman and the woman, or whatever y'all are, y'all gotta be able to be equal to each other when it comes to like mentality, like, and what it is that y'all giving each other mentally, or spiritually, or physically. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
it has to be equal in order for you have for y'all to have longevity. So like what y'all do for each other really don't matter who is doing it because y'all doing the same stuff but just in different forms. You know what I'm saying? Like if you like if I want personally, my man gotta open the door. Then mm-hmm. they're gonna have to rub my feet when I'm tired. Like <laughs> you rub my fucking feet. Like you know what I'm saying? But I'ma equally do some shit that I know pleases him. If those are the things that I like and I know I want my significant other, whether it's a man or a woman, I want that motherfucker to do that shit because they know that that's going to make me happy. And if you like certain shit, I'll do that shit because I know that that's going to make you happy. If it just falls into the gender role that you are, then shit, that's whatever it means. You know what I'm saying? But like... It really shouldn't matter. Because it is, it is in different times, you know, people like different shit. Right, people like right. different stuff. But that's, but that's what I'm saying, not... So... Not you all, or the, these. This is your opinion, but I know y'all are blind to these things and these conversations that go on on social media. What we're saying is basically just equality, not equality on set gender roles, but just you and that person having a common ground on. You don't have to do everything people think you have to do as a man or as a woman, as long as y'all are happy. But some people. Now, more days, nowadays, more are portraying it as, you know, I'm not gonna do this. I'm not gonna do these things. You know, I'm not gonna abide by these gender roles because I don't wanna be labeled to those gender roles as a woman. But I still want you to abide by the gender roles that you have as a man. You can't label me as a woman and say what I'm supposed to do. Okay, so what things do you want her to not do as a woman then? For it to be okay? I just want it to be equal. That's what I'm saying. It's it's So what does it depends on the woman and her Right, it, it depends on the woman, but it's more of the idea. It's like I, I feel like things like that are just a little nitpicky just to the point of me personally, the way I was raised, I'm always gonna open the door, I'm always gonna take the trash out. It's certain stuff that even even if it wasn't required of me, I would still do it. But Knowing that you expect me to do this stuff and it's in no other way, shape, or form going to be reciprocated, it kind of say to you, like, okay, well, the whole point of the relationship is compromise, equality, love, all this stuff. But it's like, we're not on the same page in that area. It's just, I'm going to do this stuff anyway, whether you say I have to do it or not. But I want to know what we are or aren't doing and just be equal. If you if you feel like some people feel belittled by that, you might like that, but some people might feel like I don't need you to go everywhere and open the door for me. Or I've had chicks argue with me about me going out with them and trying to pay for the bill. That's just something I do, not something I feel like I should do as a man or because I'm with a woman. Just as a person, that's something you know that I want to do. So it's like people feel different ways about everything, but why? Why, if y'all can speak to it, because I don't think y'all feel that way, but if y'all can speak to it, why do y'all think that that's the way feminism is being portrayed right now? <coughs> As the women, the women are better than men. Theory. Because women are better than men. It's like, because... 
You know, she said women can multitask. You know, we like I said, we do let things get in our way, but women are just they smell good. <laughs> they are more talented, you know, they're in tune with what more they can talented. Do. Unless, you know, the girl is less than, you know, like unless she don't have it together, like we're not counting those women. It's always different type type of women. She might be disrespectful. She might hate Puerto Rican bitches. She might hate her sister. She might be a she might be wrong, but she's still gonna be like a woman, you know, clean, know what she doing. It's you know, personality is one thing, but still as a woman, you know. Just you have it together, you but, know. But still what? You honest, you're truly honest. You're truly loyal. Like when you say that you are something, you know, you really do it. Men don't have a problem being fake. And but that's, that's why I don't know. Women can be just as fake. Right. Yes, but mostly men. Like, that's how I feel. I, I, feel, like, I feel like that's your experience. I feel some bias coming on. I think, at like, this point. okay, I feel like the idea of women being better than men, in my eyes, I feel it because, like, a woman is like, she creates life. Yeah. Period. Point blank. Yeah, that's and, and that's powerful. And that's just my, that's like how I feel about it. Like, Shout out to my mom. A woman is powerful. She's created every living being on this earth. Period. She's powerful. Only a woman can do that. Yeah. That's just that's true. But only, only that, that's the fun. That's the one. That's just the only a man can get it in there. So <laughs> got to plant that seed. Well, you need the canvas. You know, without it, you couldn't do nothing. Yeah, you got. I'm just saying, you got. You are just you. the paint to the canvas. <laughs> like, what makes the, what is what, what is the canvas without paint? It's called a painting. I'm you can this. Not, not to not to say you lesser than, but I'm I'm equal with you. Need, you need both. <laughs> I'm equal with you. Who looking at canvases <laughs> without paint? Nobody. People. Pe- people and who just people that, that haven't painted yet. Okay, okay. What am I going to paint on this canvas? Nope. Nobody staring at nobody. Nobody staring at cans of paint and nobody staring at canvases. And I'm gonna leave it at that. Occasionally, right? Don't hate Puerto Rican bitches. <laughs> don't hate Puerto Rican bitches. And don't make payments with no paint, or you won't get nowhere. <laughs> but talking about getting somewhere, just to wrap it up, because we've been with y'all for a while now, going strong. It's a good one. It's a good one. It's probably jam, the best jam pack. Jam pack. <laughs> Opinions everywhere. Don't hate Puerto Rican bitches. <laughs> Occasionally, but um, we got a lot of we got a lot of um, talented people here that are you know doing their own thing. We got two singers. We got a writer. I myself dabble in the rap art a little bit. Sometimes, maybe, occasionally, right? And what Rock don't want y'all to know is that he a DJ. Sometimes. Sometimes. Okay, a part-time bro. DJ. So, I mean, we got a lot going on up here. But, uh, just want to kind of talk to y'all about Because, I mean, I know the, I know some of it, but I don't have the same experiences as y'all. But at the end of every episode, we kind of just want to push anybody that ever take time out their day to listen to us and our opinions and what we got to say. I don't know why you would. That's personal, <laughs> but I like you for it. And we just want to, you know, give y'all some positive feedback at the end of every episode. So, just want to, you know, 
give y'all some tips on how to be successful in what you're trying to do and some of our trials and tribulations and tell you a story or two or something we didn't picked up along the way to just further you and your advance of whatever it is you're trying to do. Whether you're trying to write, whether you're trying to rap, whether you're trying to sing, or none of the above, you know what I'm saying? Or all of the above, whatever it is, you know, you can take some away from from every person you meet, every person you talk to. Straight up. Straight like that. And we got some successful people up here, so, you know, J.Y. wrote a book when she was like 21. Yeah. When she was 14. Like I was like 21. I was turning 21. October 2014. Like that was so long ago. Real illmatic. Almost two years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My baby. When your next book coming out? <laughs> right, when the next book coming out? It's in a working space right now. I'm kind of dabbling with like a little bit of everything right now as far as my writing goes. I'm in the process of trying to write movies, so that's my focus Moving right up. now. Yeah. Okay, well, you, you, you might have a young author out there somewhere that's thinking, you know, how do I go about, at such a young age, which, you know, some people might not understand the significance of that, right. but it's some people that, you know, try to do that their whole lives and never succeed. Mm-hmm. What What is it that you had to go through, or what was it that ultimately put you over that edge to being able to do that? at such a young age? I feel like the only rule right now that I have for success is to keep faith at this point. Just because I feel like lately we doubt ourselves in the midst of trying to obtain our dreams, which is why some people don't obtain their dreams, which is why people kind of think that dreams are just illusions and we're not supposed to act on them. So I feel like you gotta, at the end of the day, you're gonna doubt yourself. You're gonna have these second opinions. You're gonna have these second guesses about yourself, but you gotta stay mindful of what it is you're here for. And what it is you're here for is what you, what makes your heart happy at the end of the day. It's your purpose, it's your dream, and you need to act upon it. And the only way you can do that is if you keep the faith within yourself that you can do it. Because that's exactly how it happens. That's what people mean when they say dreams can come true. Like, that shit is legit. You can do that shit. <coughs> I'm Jay Brene, and I don't have nothing else to say because I totally agree with how it makes Ah, oh, come on! You can't do that. That's di- I'm it's sweet. Myself. It's nice, but it's it's a different it's a, it's a different I process. Feel that same way, I mean, but you're doing something different. Like, tell me, what is it? What what's what's the what's harder to try to get into the industry as far as singing, making music? As far as getting into the music industry, um, I think it's not really a challenge, you know, if, as long as you keep. No, going. If you give up, then you won't succeed. You know, it's a spot for everybody in the music industry. Really, if you have a different sound, it's people that's on that's you know trash, and it's like damn, that should be me. You know, but it's like as long as you keep going, like she said, Jasmine. You know, you gotta keep pushing. You know, you gotta paint a door to faith. You know, it's not an illusion. You know, you, you're gonna get there like as long, especially like when you picture yourself now from like two weeks ago, three weeks ago, five years ago. See what you was doing and what you wishing. Like me, I can connect shit I said from the time I was in fifth grade and shit I was doing from the time I was in third grade to what I'm doing now. Like all the things I said I wanted to be and in the same categories where I want my major to be when I go to school, the shit I like. 
you know, the people I hang out with, like, as long as you look back on it and you see my story, it's, you know, it's matching us, you know. That should be even more motivation to keep pushing, keep going. But as far as the music industry, you know, having a music coming soon, working on a new project. Yeah, um, early. <laughs> yeah. I have a lot of unreleased uh, music, you know. Challenges, you know, drop a lot of videos. I want to be consistent, you know, with my music and have a new sound. I'm excited everybody to hear. But yeah, keep pushing with your dreams, guys. You can make it. Get a people, get a people that Twitter one more time. My Twitter is actually just right. J U S S W R I T E. And everything else is J Brennan. J B R I N A E. Follow me. Go follow her. Check it out. Uh, don't don't want to get nobody the wrong idea. I'm I'm not saying <laughs> acting like you know we just got it all figured out. Everybody here is doing exactly what they want to do to the level they want to do it to. Cause we not. But the fact that we chasing our dreams and we starting it and we on the path, that's that's something to be proud of. And that's something a lot of people never never even get to that first step of jumping out the window and taking it, taking that risk. But you know that's. That just that just connect. Why not now? Why not now? Why not now? Go I said go for it because I feel like like it's not it's easy to keep hindsight what your dream is, but the hardest part is creating your reality. And like personally, I with my own music career, I found that I created the image and the sound. The hardest part I've been realizing is creating an actual career, like substantial, like, you know, like being smart and using everything. I look at life now, not like I'm waking up and I have things to do, but like I live for this. Like I had to decide in my heart what I wanted to do. And I had to literally put everything into that and stop dividing myself up into all of these different plans. Like it's okay to have a plan, but if you know what you're want, that what you're supposed to do with your life, then like fuck a plan B and C. Like make a plan A in the minute. Cause I I heard something from a really wise person. They said the minute you make plan B is when you don't give plan A the option to grow. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's cool to have a plan A, but that shit got to be fucking cutthroat. And you got to literally push. And you got to, like, it gets hard, like, because you don't, you don't see the growth quick and you don't see it easy. But you got to stay pushing that shit. Like, like you got to push this music shit. You got to push this, this writing shit. Like, anything that you want to do, you got to make that everything you sleep and breathe. Like, I wake up networking. I go to sleep thinking everything is a networking move for me. Like, what can I do to get somebody to fuck with my brand? Because I got bills to pay and I want to live a certain way. Like, this is what I... I what, what can I do to have this art be ex, expanded further? Like, I'm reaching the people around me, but now I need to reach more people. Like, who am I finna reach after them? Like, how am I finna do this shit? Like, I gotta keep pushing. Like, and it's so hard because niggas would be in the corner breaking down from this life shit. Like, coming at you heavy, you got all of this stuff that you gotta deal with and you still trying to push an imaginary dream. Like, you gotta stay pushing that shit. Like, you gotta stay pushing that shit. 
Reach out, man. Touch somebody. Reach out. Touch somebody. Give them that brand, man. Let them know where they can where they can get in contact with you. Follow your music at. Oh yeah. Okay. So I'm on SoundCloud. My SoundCloud name is Tierra Dejanay. Um, it's spelled like a Tiara, and then Dejanay is spelled like the Shane D E. S-H-A-N-E. Um, you can follow me on any social media at Counting Tears with the S at the end. Um, yeah, and I'm pretty chill. Pretty chill, T. Killer. You got anything else to add to that, Rob? Uh, I guess I got to talk about my DJ stuff since you threw it out there. I wasn't supposed to expose the world to it. Uh, <laughs> DJ all good. Represent when he had to. Um, I don't know. DJing is is really interesting. I know a lot of DJs, uh, and I just like I like to watch. I like to watch people doing what they love, like in general. So seeing these DJs and maybe you know I got this perfect mix. I got these. Like pe- things people don't even care about. Like when you walk into the club, you just like, I just gonna have a good time. But it's 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 like it's different when you behind the scenes and you gotta make the party happen. And so that's that's just that was just real interesting to me. And that's how I like I just picked up different things watching people. And the craziest thing to me was I, I still you know I'm I'm okay. I'm not like the next uh, greatest DJ ever. But uh, I did. Uh, a basketball game one time and you know I just played the music in between timeouts at halftime and stuff and it was crazy the game was over and dude was like yo I'm at this other high school uh you know we got a three-point tournament coming out you know you got a card or something you know we might could use you and I was never thinking like you know I I could turn this into something I want to do for the rest of my life I'm just like I'm I'm just here because I like to play music so that I mean it's Sometimes you just gotta put yourself out there like that, and and just get in where you can and and do what you like doing, and you never know what could come from that. You never know. So, the man that's been talking all the time, we gotta get some of his right. some right. of his wisdoms out there. What? Ooh, I tried to end that. Episode. Ooh, ooh, he tried to slide out of here. Ooh, I tried Boy, to let me bring it right back. Ooh, I tried to end that. So, so what y'all don't know about Skull, the the entrepreneur, the mogul, the man, the myth, the legend. He he didn't came from making hats to to making clothing clothing lines and jackets and sweaters and you know rapping like you gotta you gotta some, share some of this wisdom with the people. How how did you come into all these different avenues and what and what is what's your avenue now? Oh. Uh, well, I guess I got to first off give credit what credit is due. You know, the the person that's responsible for giving me the mindset I have now isn't me. It's a uh, a mentor of mine that called me at a young age, Mr. Scott Stewart. And he, and he put entrepreneurship, you know. Breaking bread. In my mind, Mr. We Break Bread, you know what I'm saying? He he got me on the right path and showed me, you know. Just, I feel like it's important to have a support system that teach you at an early age and show you how to do this stuff, that anything can be done and you don't have to limit yourself to one dream or just chase one dream. 
that you can do a whole bunch of different stuff and it can tie in together or it cannot, but you know, don't just put all your eggs in one basket or don't just chase one dream because you got more than one dream. Nobody just, you know, there might be one thing that you're extremely passionate about that's the one thing if you had to choose, you would do for the rest of your life, but the crazy part is you don't have to choose. You could do all that stuff. You can always keep growing and keep expanding and keep doing different stuff. So, you know, um, started off selling hats in high school, making hats designs. <laughs> I bought like five of them. It was hot. It was hot. And they had new era on New Official new era caps with our own design, own colorways. We only put them out in, you know, limited groups, only... Only five, five hats with this design and this color scheme. We was kind of, we was kind of ahead of the way with that. But um, you, you know, because I was so mad when I couldn't get the, the specific color hat I wanted for you. I remember that now. Hey, let's not, let's not read That's business, baby. That's how I go. That's how I go. But then that kind of just, you know, it was a good learning experience for me. It didn't do. All the great things that we thought it could have, but it was a learning experience. And then went to college, met new people, new experiences, and kind of created or came up with. It's a brand, but it's more of a lifestyle brand. It's not just clothing. It's not just music. It's not just events or networking. It's something that's, you know, a part of everything that's my life right now, which is Loop, which stands for living out our potential. And it was just us as a collective group having all these people with different talents and different dreams and wanting to do different things and all being close and being friends, realizing that, you know, it's it's no reason why we can't all come together and band together and push each other upwards with this stuff we trying to do if we work together and you know, I I create a clothing brand. And you wear it while you rapping and I'm pushing your rap song at this event that this other person is throwing that we're all promoting. And it just, you know, it just kind of took off from there and we were able to do some things, do some nice things. We got uh, my man Keno, my man Keno the pro that I rap with, part of the Loopers, the rap group I'm in right now. We working on new music. P and I coming soon. It's been a work in the progress for a while, but it'll be worth it, I promise. But that's really, you know, I feel like right now that's really what I'm worried about. Just progression overall and not just specifically one thing, but living out our potential dot com. Or if you just want to shorten it, it's L-O-O-P-X life dot com. You can just check the website out. Um, check out some of the clothing. You can check out some of the music. Just get a look into the, you know, <coughs> the lifestyle we try to portray with Luke and that we just want to keep portraying and keep doing stuff bigger and better, you know. And that's just it, man. That's all I can say. That's it. Like I said, damn Pat. Had a good time talking with everybody today. Yeah, shout out to y'all for listening to our long podcast. Super long podcast. <laughs> Super long. <laughs> occasionally right. Occasionally long. Occasionally recording. All that. And we won't get back at y'all for another three months. <laughs> <laughs>
We going we gonna we get it. it's it's non regular, so don't don't be mad at us. You know, we it, we not recording ahead of time, we not editing doing all that good stuff. We we talk and then we put it out there. That's what y'all want, that's what we get that's how we giving it to y'all. Real fresh. Real fresh, hot out the oven. So thank y'all again for listening this this far. This episode four. Uh we're gonna get our last little plugs in at rockby underscore Luke on Twitter. Uh, follow at SLG underscore three two. Oh, I will give y'all my Twitter, but I'm about to change it. So. Oh, no. so y'all can't Comment. follow me. Coming soon. Right. Y'all can't follow me. But y'all can look at my books, that Watson kid on Amazon, and create space. That Watson kid or that Cambry kid? That Watson kid. I, okay, I'll be the getting wrong. Cambry, Jasmine Cambry, I'll be Watson. She the author. She it's a good read, book. y'all. Check mm-hmm. it out. Um, but yeah, more importantly, I just want to thank all y'all. But you know, just coming on here and talking with us and sharing, sharing y'all opinions, I, I really feel like that's what makes this worthwhile and worth doing. It's it's cool to share, you know, our opinions with each other as friends when it's just us two. But having different perspectives and having having open conversations that are positive and progressive is what it's all about. Feel like all about. So thank y'all for breaking bread with us, sharing some words with us one time. But we gonna get out of here. We got some bills to go pay. <laughs> Gotta keep the lights on. Leave y'all with with one last phrase. Y'all know what the word of the day is. It's feminism. And it's only one more thing we want y'all to do. Don't hate Puerto Rican bitches. <laughs> Occasionally right. And we out. If if you missed any anybody Twitter names, add us on Twitter at Occasionally Right. If there's something else y'all want us to talk about. Add us on Twitter, at Occasionally Right. Keep interacting with us. Keep telling us what y'all like, what y'all don't like. And we're just going to leave it at that. Peace. One love.